0: Hello, and welcome to an all new episode of the Transfix Take podcast where we are performance driven. It's the week of April 5th, and we are bringing you news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, it's Q2. What say you?
1: Hey Jenny, great to be with you as well as we cross the line into Q2 of 2023.
0: Admittedly, I cannot believe we're already in April and I'm actually really glad that April Fool's was on a Saturday.
1: That's right, Jenny, there was no April Fool's jokes and the freight market really just continued to be depressed for the carriers.
0: I know things do not seem to be letting up for our carrier friends, but I'd love to hear your perspective on where we landed on the month of
1: April. Well, the end of month and quarter showed no flex in the pressure of demand. Rates continued to lower through the last week of Q1.
0: And what do you think were some of the more surprising elements there?
1: Well, Jenny, one of the most surprising things is that we started the month of March at 3.5% tender rejections. And after a sharp dip the last week of the month, we're now seeing tender rejections almost break in that 3% line as they ended last week at 3.07%. This is not a good sign for carriers. We're starting to see signals that are pointing to a worse and more depressed freight market than we saw in parts of 2019.
0: And that must mean on the opposite side, shippers are faring out really well.
1: That's right, Jenny. No pressure on the demand side at the end of the month led to lower rates last week. We saw rates decline through most of the week, and we are starting April off almost 10 cents per mile lower we started the month of march
0: all right well why don't we take a drive around the country you know what it's time for the regional breakdown let's do a zero in into each region to see where we land and where we are going to land right now where are we going to start off Maze?
1: we're going to kick it off with the northeast jenny we continue to see loosening within capacity we saw a little over a percent drop in the average rate outbound the northeast this past week and this week we're going to continue to see a similar trend most noticeably the highest volume freight markets, Elizabeth, New Jersey and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, continue to move in favor of shippers. Carries out there, there are very limited areas that you are going to continue to see increases. But most likely it's going to be more of a remote, less volume market, such as Maine or upstate New York, where we saw some pressure last week. But I do not anticipate this to continue this week. I do believe this week we're going to see every market in the Northeast see declines through the week.
0: All right, well, let's jump on over to the Midwest.
1: I really do think I start spoiling the weather every time I say we're looking in the clear for weather, as this week, the Midwest is continuing to battle some severe thunderstorms and even potential record-breaking snow in the Plain States. But on the side of the weather, we are seeing decreases, generally speaking, outbound the Midwest. Now, there are some pockets of tightness around parts of Michigan and Indiana, but overall, we are seeing about a little over a percent decrease from last Monday to this Monday.
0: We've got to stop having you jinx that Midwest weather, but let's move on to the coastal regions, maze.
1: This region actually experienced the biggest decline in average spot rates leaving. Just under 2% decrease week over week. Every single market out of Coastal Jenny saw a decrease in average rates. But when you dig a little bit deeper, you do see that city, local, and short hauls saw a slight increase So freight staying within coastal is not seeing a decrease, such as the freight leaving the coastal region. The longer the haul, it seems, the lower the rate went over the past week.
0: It'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks if longer line hauls coming out of the coastal region will fare out better in terms of rates. But let's get into the Southeast region.
1: And if you remember, Jenny, last week, we were talking about Florida changing direction and seeing loosening throughout the state of Florida. Well, it's almost like a roller coaster ride because this past week we saw rates throughout Florida increase week over week. The farther south you're in Florida, the higher the increase we saw. Just like the coastal region, city and local runs are seeing the largest increase.
0: Which could have an impact on whether or not that produce season is going to have a uh, heavier uptick maybe mid Q2. But why don't we head over to the Gold Coast or the West Coast?
1: We actually saw a surprising trend in the largest two outbound markets by volume out west. That is the Los Angeles and Ontario market, where we actually saw the average rate increase. Similar to what we just said about the coastal region, the shorter the haul, the larger the increase, as city, local, and even mid-halls saw an increase week over week. Now, long-hauls in cross-country are continuing to see decreases in rates, but just how much farther can cross-country freight from the west coast go down? We are seeing very minimal decreases week over week of less than a quarter of a percent.
0: I was just going to say there seems to be this growing trend now with uh, longer line-haul rates going down and decreasing in volume, but do you feel like that's going to continue, especially out in the west coast?
1: Well, Jenny, I do not believe we're going to continue to see this trend out west. I did mention that I do believe that the West Coast is starting to see a bottoming of rates, but I don't think we're there just yet. And throughout the month of April, due to lower volumes, I anticipate we will continue to see some rate decreases.
0: That is quite a large bet there, Mays. We'll keep an eye on that. And why don't we close out with the South?
1: The final region. This one has been a region to keep an eye on as of late due to increased rates on a lot of lanes, especially out of the Houston and Dallas and along the border of Mexico where we continue to see increased rates now Dallas and Houston are definitely the largest markets by volume that are seeing pressure throughout the country unlike Atlanta Harrisburg Pennsylvania Chicago we are seeing continuous pressure in these two markets which will continue to spell rate increases in most of the freight leaving the state of Texas now Oklahoma and Arkansas continue to experience severe storms that have shifted capacity quite a bit.
0: And speaking of big market shifts, we just got a big one in terms of fuel. Why don't you elaborate on that, Maze?
1: This past weekend, OPEC announced that they were cutting oil production. And after two months of consecutive decreases of the national average for diesel, we are likely going to start seeing an increase in the coming weeks. Now, this will potentially inflate all-in spot rates, but at the end of the day, Jenny, Spot rates are gonna continue to go down this month, unfortunately for carriers. Overall, spot and contracts, we anticipate to see drops throughout the month of April. As I mentioned many times, we are seeing a lot of RFPs go live. Every month in the beginning of the year, Q1 and the beginning parts of Q2 especially, we see new RFPs go live. And with each month, these shippers have most likely been pushing down the contract rates that they have been awarding, as they monitor the spot market and see it continuing to decline. And if there was any question on
0: whether or not this year was a normal one, the resounding response is a no. May is usually we see a lot of volume coming in at the top of April, but it feels like that's pretty much
1: non-existent. Great point, Jenny. The month of April traditionally starts out with higher volumes than we drive out with. And that is worrisome for a lot of carriers out there.
0: Why don't we give them a heads up in terms of what we can expect and what they should be looking for throughout the month of April into May.
1: Rates will decline through the month of April. And it's it's purely due to the lack of volume that we are seeing. We are right around 2018, just off of 2019 tender volume levels. So national carriers will continue to drive down rates to fill backhaul capacity through the spot market. And like I mentioned, new contracts are gonna continue to go in place with lower rates month over month as shippers continue to monitor the spot market. This is going to continue to put a lot of pressure on small, mid-sized carriers, as we continue to point out, week of a week.
0: And listen, we've said it before, we'll say it again, and we'll keep saying it, right? At this point, if you are exclusively a carrier looking to play in the spot market, now is not the time to do so. Now is really the time to start looking at your contract partnership with your shippers and really build from there. Um, I do want to get into produce season and see if there's any bit of changes that we should be on the eye out for,
1: Mays. I'm not completely sold on the fact that produce season is going to have much of an impact at all. Although we have seen some tightening in the the state of Texas and parts of southern Florida, it's still relatively early as well, as you pointed out. But I just don't believe we're going to see much of an impact from produce solely due to the fact that overall volumes are continuing to decline. And traditionally, the month of April, we see them decline throughout the entire month. So if carriers are lucky enough to see some pressure put on the spot market, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference overall, especially as these new contracts come in with lower rates.
0: Which brings us right back to that original point. Contract and strengthening partnerships with shippers is the way to go.
1: As always, Jenny, great talking to you this week. And I look forward to our conversation next week.
0: As do I. Until then, we will see you with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast next week. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated, and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix, Inc., nor its affiliates, nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated, warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.